Welcome to The Journey Expressed. This is where we talk about faith, friendship, and the more of God. I'm Jen Houston, and joining me is my friend and co-host, Mel Boyd. Hey, Jen, and happy Mother's Day, by the way. Oh, happy Mother's Day to you too, Mel. Thank you. Well, that is our hint to why we're going to have this conversation today. We're going to center our um, conversation around motherhood. And we just feel like this is an area of our lives as women that we cannot get enough encouragement in. Can I get an amen? Amen, sister. (laughs) Mel and I have compiled so many treasures from so many different people in our lives who have been a significant influence to each of us as moms. They are each moms themselves and they're in different stages and walks of life. But as we were reading through the things that we've collected, tears, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. tears, like welling up so much emotion, so much courage, so much strength, I feel like is um, going to be imparted to you as it was to us as we compiled these things. And it has just been an honor to receive such awesome encouragement. Would you say, Mel? Yes, definitely. And I think um, I was sharing with you earlier as I was transcribing um, from, uh, you'll hear later, uh, from one of my mentors and friends, I just had tears come to my eyes because I thought, what a gift this is that as we record this, that as they pass on, as we pass on, this is a gift that can be handed down, that this is recorded, and these are nuggets. So I am super excited about this. Yeah, me too. It's such an honor just to be able to convey the heart of people who have impacted our lives. So we have a lot of great content to bring to you. This is going to be a little bit of like story time in a sense with Mel and Jen, because we're going to read their words that they submitted to us, um, to you. So we hope you just enjoy learning from those who have um, impacted us. And the first person that we would like to introduce you to is um, our friend, our mentor, Debbie Franklin. And um, she, like I mentioned, is a mentor to both Mel and I. She's a mother of two grown boys, which one of them is my brother-in-law. <laughs> so <laughs> That's right such a fun connection there. And Debbie has five grandchildren, so she knows a thing or two. And this is her advice as a mother and now grandmother for you. We asked her, what is the best advice ever given to you? Debbie said, to fix your eyes on Jesus, not your circumstances. He is faithful. We walk by faith and not by sight. We asked Debbie what some of her favorite prayers were to pray for her kids, and she loves praying from the Word, and she says that God's Word will not return void. She loves praying Ephesians 1, 16 through 21, Ephesians 3, 16 through 21, Colossians 1, 9 through 12, Philippians 1, 9 through 11, and she just loves blessing her kids from the word, the blessings that are written in the word. For example, number six, 24 through 26, and first Thessalonians 5, 23 through 24. And we will make note of these scripture verses and references in the show notes. And she encourages all of us to ask the Lord for specific scripture verses to pray for your children and grandchildren for different circumstances, and then to hang on to that word. It's his promise in faith. 
So she has verses listed in a family prayer notebook. And we know she is so faithful to pray these scriptures over her. And I love how she says, God's word does not return void. So you can't go wrong with praying scripture. That's right. We also ask Debbie, what treasures or wisdom do you have to share with our listeners from motherhood that would inspire and encourage? And we ask the same questions to each of our contributors. She says, be available when they need you. When they're ready to talk, it's usually not the most convenient time, but be ready. And she shares an example and goes on to say, I remember a specific time when I was on the phone regarding being a preschool room mother or something like that, trying to be a super mom and do it all. As I was on the phone, my boys were both wanting my attention. And as I was talking, I had an aha moment where I realized that what I was doing was more about me trying to be a super mom. It showed my pride. They were more interested in my time and attention than me being a room mother or whatever else that I was trying to do. I was learning to be more prayerful about what I said yes to, and that was it was okay to say no. I didn't have to do everything that came along. She goes on to say, keep lines of communication open so they will feel that it's safe to share honestly. Even when things shared are hard for you to hear, listen and pray. Don't try to be the junior Holy Spirit. While we can teach and share truth, only the Holy Spirit can change their hearts and preaching at them puts up walls and they stop sharing. Even when we don't see it or feel it, He's working. He's the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. It's a faith walk trusting Him, waiting in faith with expectation that He will answer in His way and his timing. He is faithful. Debbie goes on to say, never give up praying and believing for God's very best for them, that they will have a love encounter with Jesus that brings transformation from within, that they will love him wholeheartedly, filled with the Holy Spirit, walking in the fullness of their destiny. Remember that we all make many mistakes and fail along the way, but he forgives, and it's all about his grace. His strength made perfect in our weaknesses. He is faithful. And a couple of scripture verses that Debbie wants to leave with each of you. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Um, 3 John 1, 4. It is the greatest joy of my life to hear that my children are consistently living their lives in the ways of truth. And she says, one more thing, love is the greatest. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Debbie finishes by saying, love them and enjoy them. They are a precious gift from God. Wow. I love that. Oh, that's just so good, Jen. That is so good. The nuggets of wisdom from Debbie. Um, Love it. So this is a friend of mine, Danielle Patterson, and she's a friend of mine from Classical Conversations, our homeschool group, um, another mama bear. And uh, this is what she says. When marriage issues arise to pray for my husband and not seek out another to divulge or complain to, it has always resulted in God changing his heart 
or changing my heart on whatever the issue has been. When our children see us love our spouse, they see us loving them because they are one half of their mother and one half of their father. And then for children, not a specific prayer, but I've always given extra attention to whom their spouse will be, praying for that spouse now, praying for their parents and praying for the both of them to love God with all their mind, heart, and soul. And then here's just a couple of treasures. Comparison kills contentment. God knows and sees your seasons of motherhood. He sees you when you are exhausted, busy, and overwhelmed. Your walk with the Lord will not look like before you became a mother, when you had more energy or more time to serve him and serve others. Your most important work is your children and your family. And then here are some thoughts. I love reflecting on Jesus being born to Mary, being nurtured by a mother. We often focus on the labor of having a baby and how physically and emotionally difficult that can be, but the hardest labor seems to be in letting them go into the world and trusting God. Oh, preach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> preach, Danielle. You know, I wanted to go back to her, her treasure, the, the that comment, comparison kills contentment. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. And I remember that, especially when my kids were younger and just constantly battling that in my mind and comparing myself to other moms and thinking, oh my goodness, it doesn't seem like they ever struggle with this or they, you know, and just really putting myself down. So, and, and it does, that's absolutely true. It kills contentment. So we have to remember that as moms, we need to speak life over ourselves. You know, we mess up and we just, but we just need to like stand back up and move on and not speak like negativity over ourselves. I think that's a huge thing because I did that a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that's good. Good thoughts, Danielle. Hmm. Well, our next contributor is a friend of the podcast, Lisa Shea, who has a lot of wisdom that she shared with us about marriage. And um, she has three college age children and she shares this advice that was given to her. An older woman told me she wished she had relaxed more and to have more fun with your kids. And she says of herself, I could have loosened up more. In stressful moments, some things can seem like such a big deal, but in the long run, it's really not. I'd like to insert a personal comment here. I remember receiving a bit of marriage advice from somebody, I can't remember who, and they said, you know, something that can break the tension is if it's going to be funny later, it can go ahead and be funny now. And I Uh, think that doesn't only just apply to marriage moments, you know, that are tense, but moments with kids that can be tense and like, okay, if we're going to look back on this moment and laugh at it, let's just go ahead and do that now. (laughs) It does break the tension. No specific example comes to mind to share right now, but I know I've done that. Yes, for sure. Um, So some favorite prayers that Lisa likes to pray for her kids. She recommends the book, The Power of Blessing Your Children by Mary Ruth Swope. She said it was sent to her recently, and since praying it daily since January, all three of her children have had breakthroughs in favor. She's prayed scriptures over them throughout their lives, and God has been faithful, but she never thought about it intentionally about blessing them. She has seen fruit from doing so. And she quotes Mary Ruth from her book, With each of God's blessings in scripture, there was always a special anointing, an impartation of supernatural power that enabled the people he blessed. 
It's so powerful to use our authority in Christ and to claim the inheritance that is promised to our children. We also asked Lisa, what are some treasures or wisdom that she has to share with you? And this is what she says. Oh, there are several, and these are not in order of importance. I always hated hearing how fast the years go. When you're in the thick of diapers, years of school projects, constant carpooling, etc., it seems like you're just in survival mode. But it's so true. Having three kids ages four years old and under was overwhelming a lot of the time for me. Now they're 24, 21, and 20, and I'm amazed at how fast it went. Definitely enjoy the ride, even if it seems like a roller coaster sometimes. Yeah, that's good. I love Lisa. Um, here's a prayer she likes to pray. It's She likes praying the verse, Proverbs 22, 6. Train a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart from it. Lisa says, of course, that means to teach them about our faith, but I heard a teaching once that explained how God wires each child differently. So each of our kids may need to be trained up differently. All three of my kids have very different personalities. We raised them to know Jesus, but we realized we had to parent them differently. What worked for one didn't work for another. One parenting method may not work on all of your children. Adapt accordingly. Finally, when you blow it, ask your child to forgive you. It's important to model that. Lisa goes on to share. The other thing to remember is that God entrusted you with your kids, but they belong to him. Wow, that's a sobering thought to remember. Yeah. He, she says, he has a purpose for them to fulfill. Sometimes that means they will go through things we wish they didn't have to. Do your best and give God the rest. He will work all things for their good and for his glory. Entrust them to God. We should want our kids to become who God wants them to be, not who we think they should be. That can be hard to do, and it's really a faith walk between you and the Lord. And Lisa closes with this story. One day when my kids were small, all three were having a meltdown in our minivan. It was so bad that I started to cry too. <laughs> hey, I was tired. I said to myself, what was I thinking? And God spoke to me so strongly and said, you weren't. I was. And then the burden lifted. I was convinced and relieved at the same time. Our kids are God's idea. After that, when things got hectic, I would say, okay, God, this was your idea. Now what do I do? God <laughs> loves a good sense of humor. I That's think good. when I received her, her message to us to share, I was laughing and crying. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Oh my goodness. We do need to have a sense of humor, don't we? Mm -hmm. We need to keep that. So this is from my friend, Melissa Beam. She is also another friend from Classical Conversations, and she has uh, two kids, and um, they are both teenagers as well. Um, so they're, her kids are the same ages as my kids. So the first question was, best advice ever given to you? And she said, not sure if I can say one piece of advice that is the best because I've been given so many great tips. One thing that is very relevant to my kids' life stage now as teenagers was given to me by my friend and the wife of our former children's pastor. She said that the best conversations with her teens happened at night when she went in to say goodnight. My experience has also been the same. Some of the most important conversations about faith and hopes and dreams have happened from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Hmm. That's, yep, 
It's a sacrificial. I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's right. Favorite prayer is to pray for your, for your kids. And this is what she said. Absolutely. My favorite prayer is that they will seek and find a deep abiding relationship with Christ, that they will be overwhelmed by the unconditional love he gives and desire to share that love with others. That's a beautiful prayer. Mm-hmm. And then the question was, what treasures or wisdom do you have to share with our listeners that would inspire and encourage? She said, treasures or wisdom? I have none. <laughs> Melissa, I do have some thoughts. It has become obvious to me that plans and expectations regarding my girls need to be held loosely or things can go wrong quickly. Nothing ruins a potential bonding experience like anger and annoyance on my part. If I find the grace to let my time with them be what it will be, genuine bonding happens and memories are made. I greatly admire mamas with unending patience. Most of us don't quite fit in that category. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) (laughs) However, we can all give a genuine apology when we have wronged our kids. I try to tell them that since I'm the adult, I am the one who is supposed to be a good example on how to respond in a frustrating situation and that I'm working on being better at it. It's not an excuse to lose my temper the next time, but an admission of my need to improve and my commitment to try my best to do so. Wisdom comes from our relationship with our triune God. The most powerful parenting tool at our disposal is his word. If all we do as parents is make reading his word often a priority, and come humbly before him in prayer, then we will be well-equipped moms who love their kids. I love that. Mm. And we also put in there as questions and anything else that comes to mind. So here's what she said. Being a mom is absolutely the greatest gift the Lord could give. I don't think we will ever quite feel like we are prepared for the stage of motherhood we are in until it is past. I also think it is easy to let all the mistakes pile up in our minds until it leaves us feeling completely unqualified and terrified that we've damaged them forever. Thankfully, we have so many places to go in scripture to remind us that he is able to overcome what we cannot. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And that's John 15, 5. Amen. Yeah, that is so good. So good. Well, our next contributor is a friend to both Mel and I and has been a mentor. And you'll recognize her last name because her daughter, Susan, was recently on our podcast sharing her powerful journey back to the Lord and her family. So this wisdom and advice is from Kathy Whitlow. Um, Kathy has four grown children And she has many grandchildren. And this is what she has to share. First, she says, let God adopt your children. Second, ask God to be real to them and ask him for their life mate. Third, the Holy Spirit is more powerful than any obstacle in their way. The last thing that Kathy shares is before she was married, Isaiah 54, 13 was highlighted to her. Now, more than 40 years later, I'm seeing this beautiful promise fulfilled. It says, all your children will be taught by the Lord. Great will be their peace. Jen, I just want to pause for a second and encourage our listeners. If you have not had a chance to listen to Susan Whitlow's story, to go back and listen to that, it's really powerful to hear Kathy share this as her mom 
and and then to to listen to Susan's story. Yeah. So it, it would definitely bring you hope and encouragement. Mm-hmm. So Mel, you've got our last contributor for today. Yes, yes, I do. This is a very special person in my life. This is my sister, Lauren Eford, and she is a mom of four boys. Her boys are now uh, are grown and her youngest is uh, 18, which I can't believe. So she says, my go-to advice is to always work really hard and be consistent when they are young. Teach them scripture be super consistent with discipline and lessons on being a good friend. They will need that foundation when they are teens. And at that point, they are making their own decisions and you don't have as much influence. When they are teenagers, you miss the times when you can tell them exactly what to do and they listen. She put one of, <laughs> she put one of those emojis with like, <laughs> yes, so true. Oh, that's so good. I just, I'm so excited to continue sharing um, from the other moms that we have resourced, but this has been so rich, I know, and encouraging to me. And I hope for our listeners as well, some funny, some just challenging, maybe I feel challenged to even deepen my prayer life for my kids and for their mates in the future. So um, I hope everybody listening is encouraged today. Even if you're not a mom, I think you can find so much encouragement and maybe this will even encourage you to be grateful for the your mom or for the people who have nurtured you and spoken life into you. All of it is a sacrifice. And I just feel so grateful for my mom and what she has sacrificed to teach me you know, we all really stand on the shoulders of other people who have lent us their wisdom and taught us. And we hope that for our kids, that they'll stand on our shoulders and that we're able to impart to them the things that we've learned. So I just hope everybody's really encouraged today by all of this wisdom. I am too, Jen. This has been so good, these nuggets of wisdom. And I'm also seeing themes. I don't know, you know, as you were reading and I was reading, there were themes that were coming out there is to pray scripture over our kids, you know, to love them, to be the first really to apologize and to model that to them. Also, our marriage, how important it is that we are a united front as a husband and a wife, that we honor one another so that we model that to our children. There's just so many wonderful things. So um, I just would love to pray, love to pray for our listeners and, um, you know, Jen and I are just two moms who <laughs> are just doing life with our kiddos. And so this has just been so good for me. And, um, and I know, Jen, this has been so good for you as we've read through mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So we're in this with you. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, thank you so much for these beautiful moms that have shared their, their nuggets that they've learned from others and that they've learned themselves. Lord, that we've learned too. And we just, we want to right now take this moment to um, ask that you would bless these moms, encourage moms that are listening. Lord, um, I know for myself, I can look back and I, I know that I messed up, but Lord, you are the one who covers over a multitude of sins. You are the one who comes in and fills our weaknesses. And your word says that your grace is sufficient and your power is made great in our weakness. So Lord, we thank you that um, the greatest resource for our parenting is you. Mm. And we praise you for that, Lord. And and we just uh, thank you for this encouragement and this hope. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you so much, Mel. And thank you so much, listeners. Come back for part two, where we're going to share more wisdom from mentors and friends in our lives. Thank you so much for joining us on the Journey Express. 